Thank you all for joining us here at I-80 Sports, and it is shark season here in the NHL. Thanks for joining us here again at I-80 Sports. Thank you for joining us here again on a very special episode of IED Sports. Make sure you check out our website down below, IEDsports.com, for all of our Shark Season content. All of the other contributors on IED Sports are doing Shark Season episodes. You can check them out all this week. So you definitely got to make sure to check out the previous episodes as well. We've had previous episodes from the NBA and NFL thus far. So you definitely got to make sure you check those out. And while you're on our website... You can also hit up our shop and get some Shark Season merch while you're there. So that way you can look cool just like us. And as per usual, make sure you check us out down below on our Twitter at I80 underscore sports NHL, where the offseason has begun. We are going to be there to break down a lot of the movings around in the NHL. So you got to make sure that you check us out there as well. And of course, since you're here on YouTube, Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe for more awesome content such as this. But it's time to get started with our Shark Season special. I'm Brian. He's Tom. Tom, how you doing? Doing well. Here we are, Shark Week. I once caught a sand shark when I was out fishing on a, on a party boat for a friend's birthday. Hey, hey, nasty, hey. Man. That thing was nasty. I was scared to go near it. I had to get the mate on the boat to come off to come get him off my line. I thought he was going to take my hand off. Well, I once uh, saw a... Dead baby shark in the bays of Cape Cod uh, many, many years ago. And it was a sight to behold, but my dad my dad talked me off the ledge. He's just like, oh, yeah, it's just a dogfish, which it was not a dogfish <laughs> at all. He was just calming my nerves, you know, my childlike nerves of like, it's a shark. And he's just like, it's not a shark, but it was <laughs> a shark. So we're here to talk about sharks in the NHL, just like we did last year. And Tom, can you believe it? It's been a year since we've been done shark season it's kind of yeah, wild crazy, we're, we're coming up on our year anniversary of being on i80 sports which is also pretty special we're gonna have a lot to talk about that as well when that time finally does come but it's time to get away here with our shark season special so if this is your first episode joining us for shark season let me break it down for you basically we have a whole list of sharks actual sharks that we are going to compare to current players in the NHL. Tom has chosen a different player from me to compare each of the Sharks to. So, without further ado, let's get on with our first Shark, the Mako Shark. The Mako Shark is a short fin beast that lives in open ocean and can grow to be up about 12 feet long. This shark is known as the fastest in the ocean, regularly reaching speeds of 35 miles per hour and even topping out around 45 miles per hour. That is mind-boggling. Here we are looking for the shark who has the most impressive speed in the NHL. So, Tom, who's your choice for the fastest shark in the league? Well, last year, I don't know if you guys watched our uh, Shark Week episode last year. I came out of left field with uh, Michael Grabner. This year, I'm being a little more conservative. I'm being a little more predictable, I guess you could say. I am going with Cole Caulfield of Les Habitants, the Montreal Canadiens. Um, I mean, just watching him play explains, explains, explains it all. He's a speedster. He can score goals. And, you know, his speed and his goal scoring is what probably is one of the biggest factors that got Montreal in the finals this year. 
Absolutely. Now, I know what a lot of people are thinking right now. Well, the easy answer is Connor McDavid, which is true. Connor McDavid is usually picked as like, all right, it's Connor McDavid. He's definitely the fastest guy in the league. But I didn't want to go with the easy pick. The easy pick is too easy, hence why it's called easy. So I wanted to go with something a little bit you know, more thought-provoking. So to this, I propose Matthew Barzal of the New York Islanders. And I'm not just picking him for you know being a homer or being from New Jersey and picking the local guy. Nah, he's won the fastest skater competition at the skills competition, clocking in around the ice under 14 seconds. So his speed is real. He has electric feet and he has made a name for himself on Long Island with his impressive speed. You watch him play for just five minutes and he shows off that speed like that. You give him an inch and he will take a mile, 100%. So those are our Mako Sharks. But with all these choices, comment down below if you've got a different choice, somebody that maybe Tom and I didn't think of. Hit us up down below and we'll... Be glad to engage in the comment section down below. Moving on next to the Great White Shark. Everybody knows this shark. Great White Sharks are among the biggest and deadliest oceanic apex predators. Great White Sharks gained international popularity and brought attention and fear to sharks everywhere after the hit movie Jaws was released in 1975. Here we are looking for a shark who is a bit of a Hollywood shark bringing positive or negative attention to himself and his teammates. So with that being said, Tom, who's a great white shark? Who's a Hollywood shark in the NHL? Very true. Um, I want to preface one thing here. Jaws was actually based on a true story that happened about five minutes from where I live. If you guys are ever bored, look up the Matawan Creek shark attacks, literally about five minutes from where I live. But to go back to uh, our subject here, I'm going to be obvious again. I'm sorry, guys. I know you love when I come out of left field, but Nikita Kucherov, I mean, he brought the attention to himself with the injury and only coming back for the playoffs. I mean, did you see his press conferences after game five, sitting there with the Bud Light trolling the Montreal Canadiens, hanging out on a boat where there could be great white sharks swimming under him with the Stanley Cup, wearing an $18 million over the cap shirt? I mean, come on. It's a, this is just an obvious answer. I can't think of anybody else at this current time that isn't bringing more attention to himself in the hockey world than Nikita Kucherov. Hell, the guy, even him and Vasilevsky even got contracts with Bud Light to do endorsements. You've never, I've never seen that with any hockey players. So, no. yeah, Nikita Kucherov. Yeah, I've never seen a player get so blasted and drunk at his own press <laughs> conference and then Bud Light being like, yeah. Let's sign him. Yeah, well, <laughs> crappy, crappy beer for crappy uh, attention, I guess, right? <laughs> precisely, precisely. <laughs> well, that's a really good popular pick and especially relevant right now, but I'm going to go for a little bit of nostalgia hate right now. And by nostalgia hate, I'm just going to go with a guy here that you know is universally loved in the city that he plays for, but then universally hated everywhere else, and that is Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins. And... Those of you hockey fans out there already know, like if you are a fan of the Boston Bruins, you probably love Brad Marchand. He's probably your favorite player, you know, far and away, probably your favorite player. But if you are outside of the Boston area and you are not a fan of the Boston Bruins, the chances are you're probably not a fan of Brad Marchand and his licking and his 
slew footing and you know his talk on the ice not a very likable guy on the ice on the other side of the coin so that being said that's why i honestly say that he is that hollywood shark that big league type of player that you either love him or you absolutely hate him and he makes that list for me another person that gets an honorable mention for me uh just simply because this is another one of those types of Hollywood players that I think he's just so divisive amongst uh, my crowd of people is PK Subban. And uh, I personally love PK. I've always loved PK Subban, but I know plenty of people that also hate PK Subban for the wrong reasons. And uh, well, I'm not even going to entertain that talk right now. So that being said, he was my honorable mention for that. It was kind of tough to pick between the two, but I didn't want to even engage that conversation. So there you go. If you want to engage, engage down below where I will not comment. But anyway, so <laughs> next, moving on to our next shark, the hammerhead shark. Hammerhead sharks are great hunters and are known for their unusual head shape, which allows them to use special sensory organs to locate food. Here, we are looking for a shark who uses some unusual attributes to get the job done. So... An unusual player here that uses unusual attributes for themselves to make a name for themselves. So, Tom, who's your hammerhead? I guess I'm on a finals kick here, but I'm going with Braden Point. You don't see too many point per game first line centers who are five foot ten and dominate in the way he dominates. And I remember Braden Point was, you know, rated pretty highly coming in, but I never ever thought that Braden Point would turn into player that he's become. I mean, the guy's the obvious first-line center in Tampa. Really carried the team. And, I mean, for as much as we love Kucherov and Vasilevsky and Hedman, I mean, he really, really carried that team uh, in the playoffs. And he was a beast in the Islander series. I got to go with Braden Point, 5'10", first-line center, and really dominates. And for you Devils fans out there, you know, Jack Hughes is around the same size. So it gives you something to be hopeful for. Oh, I am quite hopeful, and actually, not even just hopeful. I I feel like I know he is going to break out. So, you know, he is a guy that actually, if we end up doing an episode coming up about potential breakout players this year, look for Jack Hughes to be near the top of that list for me. But that's just a preview for later this summer. But for me, an unusual you know player to me, it was tough. But then it clicked in my mind. Oh. Jordan Greenway of the Minnesota Wild. Jordan Greenway, for those that don't know of this player, he's actually a, a breakthrough top six player now for Minnesota. You know, more maybe more top nine because they'll float him to the third line, but he's been getting second line minutes this year. He's six foot seven and he's a power forward. He's just a large hunk of man. He's a large dude, but even wilder. He's got a scoring touch. At one point, he was near the top of the league in scoring early on in the season with like 13 goals, like out of nowhere. What's not to love about this guy? I mean, with his unusual size, he creates chaos on the ice for the wild, and he is just going to be an exciting player to watch this year. He was this past year. He's going to be another exciting player to watch this year. And his size, that is just the enigma of it. You know exactly where he is at all times. But there's nothing you can do because he's just that damn good. Moving on to our next shark, the leopard shark. The leopard shark has distinctive markings that make for a unique natural camouflage. 
So here we're looking for your favorite hidden NHL player. Someone who works behind the scenes to keep things moving, but does not necessarily get the recognition they deserve. So, Tom, who's the best kept secret in the NHL? You know, this one was actually really hard for me. Um, I, I, I tried to think of a whole bunch of different players I could have picked and for every, for every player I thought of, I said, well, you know, they're kind of not a well-kept secret. So I'm going to actually be a homer here. I'm going with Colin Blackwell from my favorite team, the New York Rangers. Um, the guy just was – he came in this year sort of uh, on a, on his last – it was his last chance in the league, came in on like his last legs. He knew he was going to be done if he didn't perform, and he had a really good year for the Rangers. And you know what? They paired him with Ryan Stroman, Artemi Panarin, and he created a lot of space and made a lot of things happen for those two guys. And as his reward this year, he got to go play in the World Championships for Team USA. So, you know, not a bad year for a guy who nobody really knew last year and a guy who was kind of overshadowed by names like Panarin and Zabanajad and Lafreniere and Kako and Fox and Igor Shosturkin. So, yeah, I'm going with Colin Blackwell here. Homer alert, but I kind of I, – I just – I had no other uh, – nobody else I could think of, really. Well, I would normally make fun of you right now for being a homer. But I got to admit, I'm a homer on this one, too. So here we go. Me being a Devils fan, I picked a Devils player as well. And it was kind of tough because I was stuck between two players. And my honorable mention for this one was Miles Wood. And I feel like he's not as hidden anymore because I feel like he's getting a lot more recognition. And a lot of teams are kind of hoping they can pry Miles Wood from the Devils. So that way he could really break out. But at the same time, I doubt that that's going to happen. New Jersey loves Miles Wood. And I love Miles Wood. And I would revolt. But um, he's my honorable mention. But I'm thinking more so of a player that I think really kind of, you know, hid away from people. And I think people are really going to recognize him this upcoming year. I'm going with Igor Sharangovich of the New Jersey Devils. So in the Calder Trophy, uh, in the Calder Trophy voting, he was in the top five in the voting this year. But he missed the top three. He missed the finalist spot. But he was the only rookie outside of the finalists to get top two votes of those players. He was very good this year for the Devils. He, had, he did very well in his rookie campaign for the Devils. And it may have been even better if not for the COVID break. He, honestly, when we're looking to do this list next year, he's probably not going to be so hidden next year. He's going to be a, a mainstay fixture on the Devils. And, yeah, look for him to be a point producer for the Devils next year. Calling it now. He is going to be quite the contributor for the Devils next year. Moving on to our final shark of the evening, which is the Thresher Shark. The Thresher Shark hunts by whipping its tail to stun fish before going in for the kill. So here we want players who find a way to stun and amaze both crowds and opponents. So it's our final shark of the evening. Tom, who's your Thresher Shark? Uh, I'm going, I guess, a little bit of an obvious choice again here. I am going with one of my favorites, Cannon of the Colorado Avalanche. I'm always amazed, and I know I sound like a broken record here, and I say it just about every week during the regular season, but I'm just very amazed with the way he creates space and opportunities for himself 
and for others with and without the puck. I mean, if you guys want an example of that, go look up the highlights this year of the Vegas Colorado series. Go look up game one and just the beast of a game McKinnon had. I mean, they talk about McDavid with the speed and they talk about Crosby just with his overall hockey sense. And I feel like McKinnon has both. He has the speed and he has a sense and he just finds ways to create space. He finds ways to get himself out of tight corners. He finds ways to get the puck to where it's supposed to be or to get himself in position to get the puck to score goals. So I just feel like it's none other than him, Nathan McKinnon of Colorado. Very good choice. Not going to lie. That's a really, really good choice. But this one's not going to be out of total left field because those who have really watched him play know that this is a very typical choice. I'm going to go with Andrei Sveshnikov of the Carolina Hurricane because it's rare enough to see a player pull off the Michigan goal once in their career, even just to watch it once in your lifetime. And those that don't know what the Michigan goal is, look it up. There was a player from the University of Michigan that originated this back in the 90s that took the puck, flipped it onto their blade from behind the net, and popped it into the back of the net uh, while behind the net. And that's what's known as the Michigan goal. And Andrei Svechnikov has not only done this once in his career, but he's done it multiple times. He's done it enough times at this point where the NHL game franchise has added it as an actual goal that you can score in the game. Wasn't prompted before that, but because he's done it multiple times, they included it. So he's a highlight real player. You know, he gains national attention by scoring amazing goals like that all the time. He is absolutely that thresher shark type of player. But as per usual, guys, what do you guys think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you like our picks? Do you hate our picks? Do you have different picks? We want you to comment down below. We want you to join the conversation there. While you're commenting down below, drop a like and also subscribe if you're not subscribed already. So that way you can follow our awesome content. Guys, next week is the NHL draft and the NHL expansion draft. You've got to join us next week. It is a huge, huge week in the NHL next week. So you've got to be joining us next week when we bring you all the action for that, as well as the week that follows when free agency opens up, which we've already got a lot of news coming up. So we're going to have a couple videos coming up talking about different things to look for in this offseason. you got to make sure you join us. But you can also join us in these common spots besides YouTube. You can hit us up at iedsports.com, where if you liked our Shark Season special, we've got other Shark Season specials for the other major sports. And all of our analysts this week are on top of that for all of their sports. Check out our content. And while you're there, hit up our shop to get yourself a Shark Season shirt so that way you can be styling i80 Sports style. And if you haven't done so already, Make sure you drop a follow down below at I80 underscore sports NHL. The road to 1000 is still on. And thank you to all of our followers that we have so far. You guys are awesome as usual, but we would love for you to follow if you're not already following. But that's going to just about do it for us here. I'm Brian. He's Tom. Almost pointed in the wrong direction. But <laughs> this has been our shark season special at I80 sports. Thanks again for joining us. 